So there was a uh, there was a phrase though that stuck out from the Will Ferrell film that, yeah. <laughs> that made me think of yeah. there. Was a, there's always next year. Yeah, someone said yeah. it. Yeah. Someone said it. Someone has been spying on us. <laughs> Soldiers of Hell! Welcome to the Soldiers of Hell podcast. I'm Andy and I'm Fence. In 1999, a slightly disturbing young man declared that we are soldiers of hell. We are neither soldiers nor from hell. Fire up your mini discs and listen now. So here we are in the outside. A reminder of the before time and the long, long ago. Before all this restriction place, isn't it? It's definitely too windy, but we'll try. It's, a, it's effect. It's like um, setting the scene, drama, yeah. the wind. I mean, we have to be outside. No, technically we don't now, do we? We don't have to be. No. But the last time we saw each other was pretty much the last thing either of us did before we went into lockdown. So it's only right that this is the way we celebrate the easing of the restrictions somewhat. I felt a spot of rain on my head then. That's one of the problems of being outside. Yes. I've got... Oh, <laughs> you shook that on my face. It's an umbrella I've got here. <laughs> yeah. That's probably That's some wind like Wind we've got there. So, um, so the main topic of conversation, of course. And the only oh. reason we've met up, right? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put the umbrella up. That is an umbrella you've got there. It's... Is <laughs> <laughs> of course, um, last Friday, the new Will Ferrell um, Eurovision film was released. Yes. Which I've now watched. Walking the wrong way, aren't we? That way. You've now watched. Yes. Compare and contrast. Okay, so uh, the Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. That's another Will Ferrell thing, isn't it? He yeah. likes to subtitle his films. Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Yeah, properly endorsed by the EBU, isn't it? The logo, the whole thing. It's as close as we're going to get, really, to a 2020 competition. Yeah. One thing I did also notice in the film is the acts are ridiculous. Yes. Having watched Eurovision in reality, they're not that ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) They're not so outlandish that it's out and out parody there were some nods though wasn't there so like there was the um the, the hamster hard wheel rock act was like lordy i think i've broken my umbrella oh, that was that shaking you did at the start if i had to summarize before we get into detail the best thing about it is the songs yeah <laughs> they're really yeah. good yeah the main the main song that they enter uh, double trouble Yes. Catchy. I tell you <laughs> Very what, Very catchy. The one, and it's a massive spoiler alert here, the one she sings at the end instead... Yeah, really good. ...is absolutely fantastic. It's hairs on the back of the neck kind of thing. Do you know what? It's not raining so heavy that I need this oversized comedy drama up. <laughs> it's like the effect. If you just want to add to the weirdness, so everyone knows how weird the world is right now, but the fact that we're allowed to socialise in a much more pleasant way, in a pleasant environment, walking through a lovely National Trust Park. Um, that's why it's windy. That's why I've got an umbrella. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we're sort of passing people at a safe distance. Is this the right way? Yes. Is it? No, I think we turned no, up we... there. We're lost. Um, passing people at a safe distance. Discussion, discussing a Eurovision film for a podcast, you know. <laughs> we'd just like to keep it real. <laughs> people passing us will think we're on a phone call to someone because of the way you're holding the phone. But yes. it will become evident we're talking to each other and no one talking back. <laughs> Thankfully, we're passing each other. 
Yeah, passing with people. Um, yeah. So yeah, great tunes. Good. Yeah, really good songs. I liked it. Um, I also liked. We, we mentioned it briefly. There's a there's a scene where they do a, a mashup, M- mashup, medley, medley. That's yeah. it. I was close. The song a, along. A melody. Scene, they do a melody of. <laughs> yes, they do what they refer to as a song along, which is sort of half Eurovision classics, half just general pop party songs. Yeah. With quite a few little cameos from people who have previously entered. Some massive cameos, actually. Are you talking about the Israeli one? <laughs> yes, Netta is in there. Netta. And um, we had Loreen. We had Conchita ah, Woods. Was, yeah. Who, who else? else was there? There was, um, oh, the guy playing the uh, the piano outside in Edinburgh. Oh, he won a He's couple the, of years the ago, Portuguese one. Yeah. 2017. And, uh, so, they make a very well-observed joke at one point. They've sent the runner-up to Britain's Got Talent, but it doesn't matter, no one likes the UK, so they get no points. Yeah. It's been hosted in Edinburgh in the film. Yes. Which means we won last year. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm banking that. I'm banking that counts. That's six. Take that, Sweden. <laughs> it, it's weird because Sweden's entry is a bit of a sil- silly one, and they always enter good ones. Yeah, it's... What, what oh, I like. that's another one. Sorry, John John Lundvig. The uh, he was the Swedish entry in twenty nineteen. Yes, yes, I remember. Too late for love. Yeah, he was in the song along. The guy who wrote our entry for that year. Yes, and kept the better one for himself. Yeah, as you would. You know, last night when you were watching it, yeah. and we were, I was watching it at a similar time, I started a little bit before you, I sent you a note saying, one minute, 18 seconds in, and I've already got three points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So the points of this. One, it just struck me that I was watching a film that was not only about Eurovision, it had James Bond in it. Yes, Pierce, yeah. Pierce Brosnan playing Will Ferrell's dad. Um... Piers Brosnan's character is sat watching Eurovision. ABBA are performing Waterloo, which he sang in the film Mamma Mia. Wow. And then, on top of that, eight, one point, one eight minutes in, there was a, a, you get a pan across the piano in their living room, and it's a Zimmerman piano. <laughs> Hans Zimmerman? Yeah. <laughs> Made famous by our one and only geeky guy, Dave Pritchett. Hi, it's Dave from Geeky Guys. He loves the work of Hans Zimmerman. Yeah. We are literally in the field, uh, a there field must of be geese. 50 geese around. There's got to be more, more than that. This feels like that scene from Jurassic Park all of a sudden. When the Dilophosaurs come running over the hill. In a minute, well, I don't know what the equivalent of a T-Rex for, but an emu. In a minute, an emu will come bounding across the uh, the lakeside. Our wives are waving at us from a, a distance. They've already cottoned on. They've gone, oh. I know what they're doing. Is it from? <laughs> I can see them laughing. Bette, Bette Midler or, uh, or Cliff Richards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, funnily enough, no uh, no big UK um entries now in the film and i was surprised not to see now i've forgotten his name swedish entry that won in 2015 what maybe it was oh man zemmler is he the guy who we are the heroes of our time yeah 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 this is the rhythm of the night (laughs) yeah Yeah. he did the parody song the year after when he hosted it yeah which is also 
better than 90% of uh, Eurovision entries and in many ways funnier than the Eurovision film was yes because that was a but the woman, who, the woman who co-wrote it with him is a professional comedian comedian isn't she she's yeah. like a, I don't know I was going to say Tracy Ullman like she's a Tina Fey t- yeah Kristen Wiig is it Kristen or Kirsten I, is it Wiig because it's two eyes isn't it <laughs> it's probably, Wig. whatever we say it will be wrong Sorry, sorry, Kristen. Um, Cheetah in the uh, in the new Wonder Woman, actually, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Is that actually going to come out? Is that going to be pretty much one of the only films I that comes out of the cinema? I think it's been postponed and postponed and postponed, hasn't it? Yeah. Here the geese are coming geese. back. Is that a goose you've got there? Several. I, I really enjoyed the film. I, I think my recommendation for, if you're not bothered about watching the film, check out the soundtrack. And also, the more love you have for Eurovision, the more you will enjoy it and yeah. the more you'll get from it. Um, yeah, some, I enjoyed it. Some other artistic licence, obviously in the semi-final, they had a weird point scoring system where you only score... 8, 10 or 12 and there's no other points and they don't reveal them all in one go to because uh, in the semi you, they just tell them they just in say, a random order don't they? Yeah, here's the 10 that's got through Also, the big 5 were taking part as contestants in the semis, which is wrong Very true. The hosts weren't from the host nation Yes. It appeared to me this is probably more for comedy than anything else no matter what country they were from they all had the same sort of vaguely weird European accent. Yeah. But that's fine. Iceland didn't take part in Eurovision until 1980. Yeah, in 1974, they were all sat around watching it with beer, which was prohibited until 1989. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I, think that, I, don't I knew all that. I just knew I, that instinctively. Like, well, you're a big Iceland fan, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think they broadcast it in, in Iceland until the 80s either. No. Let alone... No. Did they have tellies in Iceland <laughs> until the 80s? Yeah, I wonder what the Icelandic population think of that film. It's, it's fair to say they they basically do a Muppets Swedish chef yeah. of Iceland. But again, that's fine. I also, we mentioned the songs, I really like the opening Volcano Man song. <laughs> 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 just, just it is a very well observed comedy yes. about your vision, and it is the attention to detail where it really pays off. The only thing that really, really annoys me about the film is, hey, hey, Netflix, where were you when Transatlantic Smash was released? Yeah, well, it's now as is now the second biggest film about your. We can officially say we are the second biggest Eurovision film. We could say we're the biggest. Unendorsed. That's like saying, uh, Calvin, is it Calvin Harris? The bike song. Okay. It's like saying, that's my second favourite bicycle based song. And, well, the only other one is Queen. So. <laughs> one other point, actually. I'm never going to measure up to Pierce. It's, but it's factual. It is factual. For and a man in his late 60s, he, he is looking he's good. He's aging particularly well. It's just not fair. It isn't. And he's got all his hair and everything, and that, that beard, luxurious. It is. I wish I, I actually oiled my beard, especially this morning, in hope it would somehow help, but no, it hasn't. Oh, the kids are back. They're back at the back table. Our wives. Maybe we should go in. Yeah. We'll pick this up later. Yeah. So, that's a walk. Yeah, this is... Uh, well, a while later, we're now in the woods, very much in the woods. There's a, a lovely looking lake to my to my left and 
trees and shrubbery all around and that, that gravel underfoot was uh, gravel. <laughs> it yeah, certainly gravel. is. Yeah. Tell you what, this is probably the furthest I've walked for four months <laughs> since the last time I saw you probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's nice to, to break up the monotony of sitting at home watching and judging your vision films. <laughs> And what did you think, speaking of, did you watch, you obviously did, I know you did, because we messaged all the way through, what about your Eurovision weekend itself? So well, what, what did you think of the TV output of that day? Similar, actually, to the Eurovision film. It made me feel... Warm and fuzzy? Well, yeah, warm and fuzzy. It's like yeah. the programme that was on that showed all the, all the different songs that would have been this year. Yeah. It, it made me genuinely miss the contest. It sort of reframed in my mind that it is, it's not, yes, it's a competition, but it's also more than that. It's a, it's a tradition. Well, that's one of the main lines towards the end of the Will Ferrell film, isn't it? it it's, music is not a contest. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So yeah, it made me it made me really miss not having it, but it also sort of reframed it a little bit for me, and it made me really sort of upset for the guys that had clearly spent a long time, an amount of time and effort, gearing up towards presenting their song to the world. Yes, because um, I know they've said, oh, you know some of the artists have been automatically told that they can represent their country at the next one. It's not the same. No. It's because uh, there'll always be that what if, what might have been. Yeah. And you know what? I genuinely think the song that we entered this year, it was a bit different. It wasn't poppy. No. It was probably the closest to a representation of current UK music than we've entered for a long time. Yes. It had that sort of, uh, I don't know, Ed Sheeran-y, Lewis Capaldi-ness yeah. about it. Yep. Popped up a bit. Yep. But in my head, I think it's it could have done well. Certainly better than, than recent entries. So there was, a, uh, there was a phrase, though, that stuck out from the Will Ferrell film. Yeah. <laughs> that made me think of yeah. there was, there's always next year yeah someone said yeah. it yeah. someone said it someone has been spying on us <laughs> because there's yeah so much of that is yeah I think if they'd have said there's this film that's being made do you want to quit your job and go and work on it yes <laughs> absolutely yes <laughs> yeah I want to be uh, an SME on that subject matter expert yeah you're also uh, SME on acronyms. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, about acronyms, about the partridgeness of uh, <laughs> some of the things I've perhaps said in the past <laughs> that people that I work with have said that could easily be Alan Partridge. <laughs> yeah. Acronyms is one of them where I think it's like, I think there's something that it is Alan Partridge says, it's not an acronym, it's... Oh yeah, it's no. initial initialization. That's it. So SME yeah. is initialization, not, not an a, acronym because yeah. it's not a word you in the way of scuba. You don't say SME. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're calling the bloke who helps out hook. 
<laughs> so to come back to the point, I like the programming. I thought it was good. And also, I, I love a list show. Yeah. I, like, uh, was it Ryland hosting that the show after the show where it was like the best 50 best Eurovision moments or something oh I didn't watch that one so I watched the one before it which was what is the best Eurovision song See, I missed that time. I didn't get a chance to watch that and do you know what I could probably have guessed who would win who would win yeah because everyone always says it's ABBA what's your favourite There are some notable exclusions um, from the shortlist because the shortlist had some songs in that were recent and weren't even winners at the time. Oh, what? So what? What made it? Oh, now you're asking. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to name them all. Right. Um, well, my favourite is Euphoria. I think that would have to be my favourite as well. <laughs> Yeah, I think... Sorry, forgot I was making a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what that was, listeners, was uh, there were some people coming the other way and like the Red Sea before Moses, <laughs> they parted to allow the superstars that we are to pass. <laughs> that will never happen again until the next pandemic. So uh, overall, thanks, COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Euphoria for me is definitely... I can't think of a one that is a it's just a great song isn't it it's a really it's good just song. a great song there's um it's, it's weird you sort of i forget some every now and then and i think i've perhaps focused whatever i've listened to the odd one i've probably listened more towards the last two or three years because they're more readily accessible on streaming services yeah once you start to go back a bit further it gets a little bit more difficult but yeah, I, I think Euphoria is great. There was one from, oh God, something like, I think it was 2010. In fact, I think it might've been the year that you came to our house to watch it. Yeah. It was, I think it was a Danish entry oh, called I In A Moment Like This. On a moment like this. Yeah, a, yeah, a great, great little pop song. Love Which that. is hard to find on streaming services. Yeah. It must all, well, it obviously it does all come down to licensing and that sort of thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's near the top of my list. I've always going to have a soft spot for the Olsen brothers. Yeah, that wasn't in the shortlist. Wasn't an option. What? Yeah. They could have just done a Swedish top ten, and we would have been probably happy with any of the winners. Yeah. I bet um, Heroes was in, in it. I think it was, yeah. I think, hello, we've got some little people near us. Hello. Hello. Elves. We <laughs> found uh, the elves in the wood. We're not elves. The elves. We're not gonna, not gonna throw a knife at our backs, are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what elves do. Yeah. What's, what's your favourite Eurovision song? Which one? Like ever, 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 ever. Um. <laughs> ever, ever. Storm. Storm. I'm sorry. The UK one. Yeah. Controversial. Um, I'm just thinking of the last ones from last time. You like Spirit in the Sky, don't you? Um, what's the... You like that? Hang on, Storm, do you mean Storm like the one that the UK entered, or do you mean... Uh... No, 
The Estonian one, the... She means the UK one. Oh. The young one. What are you talking about? The young Hello? one. We're talking about Eurovision songs. What's the your favourite Eurovision song? We've got people. I've got a short blonde haired one. Roy. Short blonde haired one. Keep Roy. going. Bye. You mean chameleon? Like it. No, the one by... In short, oh, yeah. this, is, this is unresolved. <laughs> I think, don't let the younger generations the decide thing, anything. The one thing we can definitely say is, everyone's got a favourite. You're not always going to agree. No. It's time for an evaluation. And we put a retro skill in our armory this month. Let's decide now. Soldiers Right, managed to lose the kids in the wood. So that put to that, that conversation to bed. <laughs> so moving on from euphoria. Are you feeling euphoric? Well, I can see the car, so marginally. Yeah. It's been a long walk. It's, it's what started out with the intention of being a, a ramble. Yeah. Has become so much more. We've we've literally been rambling whilst rambling. A double ramble. The beauty of an open air podcast. It feels like it's been a long time. <laughs> it's, yeah, it has been the first one uh, for a little while. Bookending book lockdown. Yeah, I'm going to go and park my 4x4 in the middle lane <laughs> of the freeway and eat chilli dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and so as we approach the car with the lovely vista of Clumber Park in the background, I'll leave people with this thought. Be a cool guy. <laughs> you be a cool guy. We'll see you soon. Stay safe. Soldiers of Hell is a Fosgate Studios production. If you enjoyed it, please like, subscribe, comment, and share.